0: Hello, Welcome to Timely Words of Hope. My name is Shane Dutton. I'll be your host today. So glad that you're joining us here on our first uh, episode, first full episode of Timely Words of Hope. And uh, as we give you the word of God, our prayer is that you will find a timely word of hope that will help get you through whatever situation that you may be facing in this hour. So I just want to begin with some prayer. Give the Lord some praise. Uh, He is good. So let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to come before you. We thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, Lord, for Lord speaking to us, being there, being our ever-present help in time of trouble, Lord God. Whatever we're facing, whatever we're going through, Lord, you are in the midst and you're right there with us. And we thank you for that. We give you the glory and the honor. And Lord, I pray, open our hearts and our minds that we may receive from your word today, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We give you the glory and the honor in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Again, this is Timely Words of Hope. This our first episode. We'll be coming to you on the first and third Tuesday of every single month. Um, and the first Tuesday, as Pastor stated in our uh, introduction video, will be taught by one of the ministers in our church. And the third win- uh, Tuesday will be taught by Pastor Dagan himself. Today, I'd like to speak to you on this thought. Uh, Being this is the first episode, I want to speak to you on the thought, we have this hope. And I draw that from Hebrews 6 and 19. Which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which entereth into that within the veil. What is hope? That's the question that a lot of times will come to your mind when you read something like that. What is hope? Our good buddy Webster from the Dictionaries, he uh, defines hope is a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. When I look at hope, I want to look at it from a biblical perspective, and from a biblical perspective, the first part of that definition is on point. I believe, when I think of hope, I think of expectation, because expectation is something sure, it's something that I can count on, and I know that I have this hope or expectation in Jesus Christ, who is the chief cornerstone, and and He has everything that we need. He is our anchor, um, for we have this hope. He is our hope, and and it is an anchor for the soul, um, and and we we can count on that hope at any time. How can we have this kind of hope? Because before Jesus lived a sinless life. Before he died on the cross and before he conquered the grave, he gave us this promise from Jeremiah 29 11. Uh, the Lord said, For I know the thoughts I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. When I read something like that, I know that he's got my best interest at heart from the very beginning. I don't have to worry, I don't have to doubt. I don't have to double-think it. I know that Jesus has my best interest at heart, and he has your best interest at heart. The Lord is not, he's not here to bring us uh, or, or bring you to a place of anxiety or fear. He He's promised us an expected end. We have a promise of heaven if we'll just serve him. Amen. Hope is expectation. The word expected is, in, in that verse in Jeremiah is actually the word from the Hebrew, Tikvah in the Hebrew. And that means hope friends. I got to tell you today, there is no other hope I could build my life upon other than Jesus. You don't need to worry about anything. He has you. He has us. Amen. There's a little kid song that says he's got the whole world in his hands. Every doubt, every fear, every concern, every worry, every struggle, it doesn't matter. He has it in his hands. We do not need to set our eyes upon anything else. We do not need to set our minds on anything else. Just worry about our hope that is in him. Amen. Look what the word says in 2 Corinthians 4 and 18. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Today, when we look at our daily lives, a lot of us think about the stresses of our day-to-day life, the things that we're going to go through on a daily basis basis we're worried about the external things the things that you know they're going to be there they're going to be constants bills coming up i need a car i need a house i need this i need that and and these are the things that we constantly are worrying about but what we need to worry about is the things that are internal we need to worry about our soul we need to worry about our hope being in jesus because when your hope is in jesus the things that are from the external he will provide if you have need of it amen and so we have to understand that, uh, and, and we need to know that our hope is in Jesus. Our hope is in the one that can take the stresses away. Sometimes we need to take our eyes off the natural so that we can see in the spiritual. I, I love when I worship or when I pray to to just take off my glasses and close my eyes and lift my head and lift my hands. Why? Because when I do that, I don't see anything of the of the external. It's all about just Jesus. It's all about getting into the presence of God. It's all about getting out of the external and into the internal because that's what we need. We need to take our eyes off the natural so that we can see in the spiritual. And we need to have a spiritual mindset, especially in our day and age at this point in time. When we constantly are worrying about bills, our job, or our car, or whatever it is that consumes you, It'll begin to take you away from what God has for you. We need to set aside time to maintain our relationship with God. I do not want anything, or I do not want my hope, to become a desire. Something that I think that I need or that I want. But maybe God doesn't think that I need. And we need to keep that mindset. I want to remain, I want my hope to remain in expectation. And I'll give you an example on, on a job. You know, I got a call last week in regards to a job, and I scheduled an interview, and I asked my pastor, hey, pray about it, and he did, and something in his spirit didn't feel right, and I, I thank God that he texted me and told me, and as I began, to people texted me to try to change the time, and and something didn't feel right in my spirit at that time, and I asked a couple of questions, and the, and the pushback I got from asking basic questions that you should be able to find out information for showed me that there was something not right within that job opportunity. Then the issues that I've been having at my current job, the Lord today, today, opened the door for me to have a conversation with my boss's boss to address those concerns and every one of them was addressed. When I don't worry about the external Jesus understands he'll take care of those things for me. I just worry about keeping the inside right, and Jesus can work on everything else. And when you do that, he'll take care of those stresses for you. They begin to fall away. Look what the Bible says in Romans 12, 12. Rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer. This verse says so much rejoicing in hope. I can rejoice in the expectation of knowing that I have a relationship with Jesus Christ. I can rejoice in the, in the expectation of worshiping him, of praising him, of being in prayer. I can rejoice in that expectation. But then it goes on to say, here's where, here's where a lot of people pump the brakes. Patient in tribulation. Woo! We don't like pressure. Or when things come at us, or against us, or, you know, they begin to make things uncomfortable. We don't like that. It's tribulation. It's trials. But we got to be patient in those. And then he goes on to say, continuing instant in prayer. Prayer is such a part. And when you read a verse like this, it really ties so many things together. Hope is expectation. How are you going to have that hope that is that expectation by continuing instant in prayer, being in prayer every day of our lives? We need to be in prayer. There can't be a day that we don't get into the spirit of God or where we don't get into a time of prayer where we're just giving it all to him, laying our lives down because the trials of this life, they're going to come. They're going to come. But we need to, we need to, uh, you know, when they come, we need to remain patient through those trials. Every single day, there's going to be a trial, but be patient with it. You don't have to worry about it. Jesus got you. He's going to bring you through it. If He brought you to it, He'll bring you through it. The key to overcoming natural stresses of life is to continue in prayer. We must pray. We must be vigilant in prayer every single day. The Bible says to pray without ceasing. Now that may sound a little weird because how are you going to walk around and just pray everywhere, every day, every minute of every day? What that means is an attitude of prayer. And when we get into the Spirit by praying, when we're beginning to pray and opening our spirit, we can keep an attitude of prayer through our day, no matter what we face or where we're going or what we're going through. That mentality stays with us because our spirit is connected to God through through the worship and the prayer that we had going into it. Amen. When you look through the Bible, we find a lot of Old Testament about people going through trials. And it's it's funny, it's not funny, it's it's just God, it's a God thing, but it's God that he even recognized that we would see what people went through in the Old Testament. So in the New Testament, to the Church of Rome, he decided, hey, I'm, I'm going to deal with this. In Romans 15 and 4, he said, For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we, through patience and comfort, of the scriptures, might have hope. We can look at the problems that other people faced, and we can understand that, listen, they had patience back then, and they went through the trial, and they made it out fine. We can have patience, we can have our hope continue to be built up, and knowing that he's going to make it work out fine. He's going to make it work out for our good, amen? And so we have to understand that when we're going through something, We have hope. And our struggles, we are not alone. He's gone before us, and he is there with us. When you think back to the Old Testament, look at the three Hebrew boys that were cast into the fire. But when they looked in, they didn't see three. They saw four because the Lord was with them. In your situation, in your struggle, in your trial, whatever it is that you are going through as an individual right now, you see people from the outside, they're not seeing one, but they're going to see two when you keep your hands in the hand of Jesus because he's walking through the trial with you. He's there with you. You have a hope and a promise that he is going to be there with you through every trial that you could ever face. When we put our hope in Jesus, it delights him, it makes him happy. The Bible says in Psalm 147 and 11, The Lord taketh pleasure in them that fear him, in those that hope in his mercy. His delight is that our hope is in him. Every day, every minute, every hour, our hope is in him. And we don't need to worry about everything else that we can't control. We just need to worry about the things we can control. And and a lot of times that goes hand in hand with just natural day-to-day life. Uh, There are so many things set before us that we cannot control. But there are things that we can control. Those are the things that we ought to work on more are the things that we can control. I can control how much I pray or do I pray. I can control getting into the Bible, studying the Bible, learning the word, showing myself approved. Amen. Those are things that on our daily lives we can put ourselves in and we can make sure that we have right. I can't worry about, hey, if the bank account only says I got 20 bucks and the light bill is 200, well, I'm a zero away. But let me tell you something. I can't worry about that. I know that I have a God that can provide that other zero somehow, some way, because he's done it before. His delight is that our hope is in him. And I want to tell you today, friends, Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. He loves you no matter where you're at, no matter what you're going through, no matter what trials you're facing, no matter what your situation is, he loves you. And you need to understand it. It doesn't matter who we are. doesn't matter where we're at in our walk with him or if we've ever prayed a day in our life. He loves you. He he thought so much of you that he lived a sinless life. He beat death. He beat the grave. And he rose again to make a way for you and I to be able to meet him and to be with him one day. But that's going to be up to you and I, friends. We have to understand that. But we have to understand that. We need to keep our hope in the Lord. We need to be able to be in his word, be able to pray. Prayer is one of those things that is so, so important. We cannot get away from prayer. Prayer is our communication with God. It is our ability to talk to God, to speak with God. And if we're not in prayer, we're just separating ourselves away from him. And today that may be you. Maybe you have found a place of separation where you just haven't gotten into the spirit of God like you should. And I encourage you right now even, find that place. Get on your knees and pray. Just just cry out to him and feel his presence once again come into your life. Amen. As I was preparing for this lesson today, these verses that I've been reading and that I will read, they, they just kind of popped out at me. And, and the reason being, I'm so thankful for every situation that Jesus is right there, everything I've ever gone through, every trial, every worry, every doubt, every fear, every anxiety, he's always right there. He has never left me. He's never forsaken me. And He's it's the same for you. He's never left you and he's never forsaken you. You can't get far enough from him for him to leave you. He loves you that much. And he's just waiting on you to call upon his name. And in your situation, no matter what it is, you are not alone. When you have Jesus, he will fight the battle. He cares for you that much. He cares for me that much. Doesn't matter what I face. Doesn't matter what the battle is. He's going to fight it, and he's going to be there. The goal today is to give you hope. In whatever situation you may be going through, If you need prayer, I would encourage you to reach out to us. Down in the description of this podcast, there will be information with an email and a phone number that you can reach out and contact our church. And Pastor Dagan or one of us will be more than happy to pray with you, get together with you, and speak with you. And we will go from there. But I encourage you to reach out. Got a couple more verses as I close today. Isaiah 40 and 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. This verse is one of my favorite verses in the entire Bible. It really does say so much. Our strength comes from him. Amen. Amen. When we wait upon the Lord, he's going to renew our strength. Every day when we just come before his presence and lift our hands and cry out to him, he will renew our strength. He'll be there for us no matter what the situation is. You shall run, but you shall not be weary. In life, we run. If we run, if I, man, I'm a big guy. If I run. I can't even run down the parking lot without getting weary, man. I'm going to be so winded. I'm going to, uh, uh, man, I, I couldn't do it. But in the arms of Jesus, I can run and I'm not going to be weary. I can run and have a renewed strength and and have more energy than I had before. We will walk and not faint. You know, we don't have to worry about the stresses, the pressures, Because we have him. Our strength comes from him. When you wait upon the Lord, he'll renew your strength. There's no obstacle too large for Jesus. Many times over, I have faced things that I felt I could not handle on my own. As I'm sure most of you that will listen to this podcast have faced things the exact same way. There are two words that have become a very big part of my vocabulary through the trials and tribulations that I have faced in life. And every time I'm facing that trial, I'll name that trial when I'm praying. And as soon as I'm done naming that trial, I say, but God... Because, but God is going to be in the midst, and he's going to take care of it. But God is going to walk into that trial, and he's going to take care of whatever situation needs to be taken care of. I'm not alone. I'm not facing it alone. I'm not going through it alone. Whatever the situation is, he has it under control, and I don't need to worry. He's going to get me through. And I want you today to understand that wherever you're at, whatever it is you're facing, whatever, whatever is coming your way, You have this hope that's an anchor for your soul, and all you need to do is call upon his name, and that is Jesus. When you say the name, there's power that goes forward because it is the name that is above all names, the name that is higher than any other name. It it, it is... It has the power to move mountains. And if you're on a mountaintop, he's right there with you. If you're in the valley low, he's in the lowest of valleys. It doesn't matter where you're at or what you're going through. Jesus is there. If you call upon his name, you release the power of his name in your situation. And I'm going to tell you there is no greater force than the power of the name of Jesus. I have experienced this in my own life and in my own testimonies. And there are a lot of things just to give you a little information about me. You know, I'm speaking about this hope, but who am I to some of you? I was born totally blind with congenital cataracts in both eyes. I was never supposed to see. I was never supposed to drive. I was never supposed to do half of the things that I do today. But see, when when I got my driver's license, oh, I made it a point I wanted to drive a church van, and I did. I made it a point that I wanted to, that I wanted to get a good full-time job. And I've had plenty of good full-time jobs. I made it a point. Man, computers, man, when I was in school, I used to say, where's the letter V? Because I couldn't even see the letters on the computer. I can type probably 60, 70 words a minute. And, and, and I, don't, I, I say that very humbly. Thank God for giving me abilities. Thank God for for leading me and guiding me and teaching me to do things that I was told I would never be able to do. Some of you may be in that type of a situation. There may be things in your life that you were told, hey, you can't do this. But God, because you can. You may be facing an illness that seems insurmountable, that you don't know how you can make it through. But God. You may be facing a financial situation, but God. You may be facing a marital situation, but God. It doesn't matter what the situation is. If you call upon his name, he will be there. Amen. And he will see you through in any situation. Romans 15 and 13. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope through the power of, Of the Holy Ghost, the God of hope, the God of expectation, if you will, fill you with all joy and peace. You know, when I'm praying, when I'm prayed up and stayed up, as I like to say it, I got so much joy about me. I can make anything fun. It's it's great, you know, and and listen, I'm a guy I get picked on a lot. I laugh at myself just as much as I laugh at anything. It doesn't matter. I like to have a good time. There's joy. And when I'm prayed up and everything's good and I'm, because I'm praying and I got that connection with Jesus, man, there's such a fellowship within that that you're, that you're greeted with and it, it, you just have so much joy and peace about you. And you have that joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope or that you may abound in expectation through the power of, of the holy ghost the power of the holy ghost today is as i get ready to wrap up here in the next few minutes my prayer is that you will find your hope in jesus there's no greater joy in this life than knowing jesus and having a relationship with him maybe you have not had any kind of relationship with jesus I would encourage you to reach out to us. We would love to have a Bible study with you and sit and talk with you and understand what a relationship with Jesus means. It's, it's pretty simple. Number one is we need to acknowledge, hey, man, I got sin. I got to repent of that sin. I got to turn away from it. And we, we repent. And then we get baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of our sins. Every sin is washed away. And then we're filled with his spirit. The Holy Ghost. With the evidence of speaking in other tongues. And new life has come upon us. Joy and peace that I just spoke about. Will come upon you. And be in you day by day. And we would love to be able to walk with you as you begin your walk with Jesus, or if you've got to walk with Jesus, whether you're in our local area or not, I would encourage you, reach out. We would love to have that opportunity to talk with you, to speak with you, to pray with you, to encourage you, and to speak hope into whatever situation it is that you're having. Our our prayer for this podcast is that it will reach people wherever they are at and that we can have some kind, that God can have some kind of an impact on your life through what words are spoken here today or as we go on. I pray that today I have given you a timely word of hope. I pray that I've given you a word that will help shape and mold the rest of your week or even the rest of your evening today. Something that will make a difference in situations that you may be facing. And I'd like to just close out today, the last couple minutes, and maybe just pray. I want to pray over you. I want to pray with you. I want to pray for you. Lord Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunity and the platform to speak your word all over the world, Lord where multiple people can hear, Lord, multiple people can receive. And I pray, Lord, that it would go forth. It would fall on good ground, Lord Jesus. And I pray for everyone listening to this podcast, wherever they are, whatever they are facing, O oh God, I pray, Lord God, that you would give them comfort, that you would give them peace, that you would give them joy, Lord God. I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that revelation would go forth, Lord. I pray in Jesus' name over each person that will hear, that they will take these words, receive them in Jesus' name, And I pray that it would draw them to a place of, Lord, just prayer coming to you with honest, earnest prayer, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, for everything you're doing and for everything you're going to do. We love you, Jesus. We give you the glory and the honor in Jesus' name. And I just want to tell you today as I leave you, friends, thank you for tuning in to Timely Words of Hope. This is a ministry of Hope Apostolic Church. Hope Episode United Pentecostal Church in Port Charlotte, Florida. Um, And I would encourage you, and again, like I said at the beginning, all of our information will be listed in the description. Please email us, call us. We would love to hear from you. My name is Shane Dutton, and we look forward to interacting with you on this journey of finding hope. God bless you.